0: Oh, you guys, I'm so excited for this episode today. We're just going to dive into why I feel like a sisterhood is on my heart. Why do I want to share this community? Why do I want to create a sisterhood of women who are healing their lives and creating a life that they are freaking obsessed to wake up for? And not only for me, but what is it doing for you? How is this going to serve you into becoming your highest self? Hey friend, welcome to the Ready to Rise podcast with your host, me, Audrey Rose. This is the podcast all about taking your life to the next level. Join me on my journey as I create a life that I'm obsessed to wake up for every day. I hope that you are ready to create a life that you really, really love. Are you ready to rise? I'm just so curious how many of you, obviously I can't see it if you're raising your hand, but like think about it in your mind's eye, how many of you are in some type of community that lifts you up, right? Like maybe you have your best work friends, like your favorite coworkers, or maybe you have a really supportive family or just a great nuclear family, right? Like who are your people who support you, who get you in those different avenues of life, right? Like do you and your husband secretly complain about how annoying the kids all were at soccer practice? Do you and your best work friend complain about your manager behind their back? Like what are you doing? with community to get yourself through the day because those are the people that light us up those are the people that excite us and bring us to like this other place in our life that is full of understanding and understanding what each other's going through and not everybody can just get it right so for me with my career in health and health care <laughs> I really wish that I could bring it back to my family and that they would understand and they do to a certain extent, because they're mostly first responders, but they don't understand what bedside nursing looks like. It's so different, right? Even my fiance, he thinks that I do so many things that I don't have the ability to do, right? Um, I'm like, no, I just changed a bed or I did whatever and he does not think that that's my job. But anyways, it's so interesting when you get to be with those people who really, truly get you, get what you're going through. And that changes everything for us. Because when we're by ourselves and completely isolated and the people around us don't understand us, it's easy for us to minimize what it is that we're going through. So, you know, I love my burnout. Talk about burnout all the time. But even just being a woman in general, facing everything that we're facing, having a sisterhood where we can come back and share all of that. It's something that, that you don't experience in other places. And also having a safe closed community where you share that is a huge step because so many of us we have our soccer friends we have you know the other moms at the pickup line or we have other women in our circle but it's often the case that when we're in these circles and when we're around our friends like that we want to be looking put together we don't always want to show the vulnerable side of everything that we're going through right so having these friends, having this secure connection, this secure community where we can come in and share all of that with each other, talk to each other, vent to each other, get through the day with each other. It's huge. I'm going to share a little bit about why this is so important to me and why I want you guys to know how important community is. Because when I was super burned out during COVID nursing and I really felt like I was struggling alone towards the end, right? Like management kind of came to us and didn't make us feel like we had done a lot. Although, you know, of course we stepped up to the plate that most other people didn't want to fill those um, spots, you know, working on a COVID unit. But we felt just a little bit isolated, a lot of bit isolated. Let's face it, you know, family and friends hadn't really been stopping by like normal. People were like keeping you at an arm's distance because you were around COVID patients all day. I mean, it was just so much and we busted our butts working on that unit. It was definitely one of the physically hardest units because of the lack of support. And it was so much work and remembering like, I just remember feeling like, wait a minute, like I'm doing all of this to help my patients, but I also want like management or somebody to acknowledge how hard we're working. And of course, my friends who are more seasoned than I am, were just like, that's not coming. And I remember feeling like, but wait, I am, I am, I'm not stopping. Like I'm working so hard because these patients need us. Like, We can't take time off. We have to step up to the plate. We have to staff this unit. Like we cannot let our. There was an emergency, um, like contract or something. I forget what it's called exactly, but at the time where we could break ratios, right? So a nurse didn't have to be like a four to one or a three to one, like three patients to one nurse. They were able to, um, under this emergency order, they were able to actually give us more patients than normal because it was an emergency and there was too many patients and. We were short-staffed, people were calling in sick to work, people were sick and not coming up, and also, you know, a lot of people quit at that time. So there was so much going on that, you know, it became illegal for them to mandate us to take on more patients. And so to prevent that from happening to our colleagues, we all picked up more shifts, because we thought that, I mean, there's no way, like, that's not fair to our colleagues to have to work that hard. But also, I mean, it's impossible, you know, is why it's not fair to them. But also, it's not fair to the patient, of course. So we had to figure everything out. And you guys are going to hear more about these stories. I'm actually writing a book about all of this. It's really, it feels really good to like, talk about it with other people and everything that we went through. But that's a tangent for another day. Anyways, I just feel like those people get me, right? Like in the world at this time, still, even after things are back open, right? My pandemic buddies are the ones who get me. Like we are all feeling the same way as we have been reentered into the regular nursing world. Again, we all have these feelings and we just have shared so much, like we're like trauma bonded, which is not a healthy term, but um, that's why I'm laughing. Anyways, so yeah, it's just been, it's insane to me, the feeling that I get when I'm with my friends and they, they understand, like we still to this day go out to dinners together, go get coffee together, whatever, like carpool to work sometimes together because we have that camaraderie, we get each other and the healing aspect of burnout is a whole other story. So that's what I wanted to share and what's leading me into, you know, talking about sisterhood and all of these things. So as we came off of COVID, I had been running like that, right? Like I worked way too much. Like I have, like, I'm pretty sure, which I'm not proud of, but I'm pretty sure I still hold the record at work for the most days in a row worked as a nurse. There's a care partner who has definitely beat me, but I've worked nine 12-hour shifts in a row, something crazy like that, between a couple of jobs, whatever. And and then I quit my second job because it was all too much. And I continued to work my primary job. I mean, I would do like 13 days in a row. Crazy stuff, right? Like eight-hour days, 12-hour days. And I just remember like the emotional stress. So not just the physical stress of like lacking sleep, working way too much and then going and getting takeout because, you know, you were too tired to meal prep or, you know, not keeping up on the housework. Or maybe I did cause I'm totally OCD freak. I kept up way too much on the housework, but that also led to a lack of sleep. Um, it was amazing that they gave us scrubs for that time period. So like they washed the hospital, washed all our scrubs. So I would just show up to work and like, I would always have clothes there, but it was, crazy you have that physical exhaustion then you have the emotional exhaustion of patients dying their family members like being so in need of your eyes your ears just everything because they couldn't be at the bedside so we were there for them you have like the spiritual aspect as well that was so exhausting because we are feeling spiritually spiritually i can't talk lost because we're watching all of this happen right and it's like As people who believe in a higher power, that's crazy to us that all of this crazy stuff is happening right in front of us. Like I had been a nurse for, you know, a few years at that point, but um how many? I guess three years at that point. And that's not I don't believe. Like I know that um we have a lot of people who are like one year old as a nurse and they're becoming charge nurses and stuff like that. And that's like becoming kind of a big issue. Um, I've noticed online, but Only three years in is not enough time to be emotionally prepared to deal with these types of cases yet, for the most part, most of us are still babies in our lives, right? So going through all of this led to such a massive exhaustion for me. So everything just kind of came crashing down for me. And I remember like literally like going to sleep and like seeing these people's faces or, you know, like being home and just being so sad and feeling so alone and I just knew that there was so much stress built up in me, but I didn't want to admit it. I didn't want to admit that I was burned out because prior to that, I mean, I had already started this podcast, right? Where I speak about wellness. I speak about so many things. I had been losing a bunch of weight. I was so healthy. I thought like I was on this track to being, changing my life, obviously, right? Like you start to change your life and you want to share it with others. And I thought so I was so glad that I had been like beating anxiety and depression. And I had been, you know, like I always say, there's no true beating that it's always going to be with us. But anyways, like sharing tips and tricks and things I had learned to make it better and easier to live with this anxiety and this depression. But then all of a sudden, all these tools I was learning or had been using for a long time weren't working. And I was just down this slippery slope of just like, wow, I'm not motivated to work out. I'm grouchy. I'm grumpy. When I go to work, I'm cynical. I'm rude. I'm being, I was like talking back to my manager. Okay. She doesn't listen to this. I know she doesn't, but I mean, that is like, I caught that. I was like, that is not okay. That is so rude. And I had no reason to be disrespectful, but man, I was just, you know, coming home to my fiance is so grouchy, grumpy as heck, didn't want to do those activities. Like I said, I didn't want to get out of bed to do stuff that brought me joy in the past. I didn't want to go walk in the sunshine. I didn't want to take my dog on a walk. There were so many things I wasn't keeping up on. My car got super dirty and just because that's just easy for me. It's like out of sight. I don't look at that every day like I do the house. So I like let that go. I started eating a lot of like convenience type foods, you know, very processed things. And my gut health just... It went, it went really bad. I was such low energy, bloated, not feeling good, etc. cetera. Right. And finally, I thank goodness. And here's where sisterhood comes into play. Thank goodness. I had a conference on my agenda, something that had just, oh my God, had been on my heart to meet this wonderful woman named Keisha. And she was the one that helped me start my podcast. She helped me do so much. She gave me so much motivation. I had been following her and been like, You know, internet buddies with her for so long as she grew this whole business around podcasting and around her podcast and all of this motivation, right? And it was a sisterhood. It is still, it's a sisterhood that I just love. And so thank God I had that on my agenda. And I just was like, okay, I need to get there. I need to get to this place. I need to go to this event. And it was amazing because when I went, it was in October. It was basically right around the time that my doctor was telling me, due to all the symptoms I had described earlier, that I needed to take a leave from work. And I was super private about that. I went to this conference, I met all these amazing women in person who I had known for years. And I finally got to thinking like and understanding how much my health and my physical and mental well-being had suffered from this burnout, from working way too much. And just, you know, not just the work, but everything else I described that came along with it. And these women helped me see that like I needed to take a break. I needed to put my health first. We were all there. Many people were there for like business conference type vibes. Other people were just there for like, let's get motivated to live our best life type vibes. And everybody there was amazing. Right. It was like 500 plus women. And it was just insane people. Like we all became like best friends at the end of this, like that many women. And I realized like how important my health was. And so the last day of the event, you know, after everything, we all went to dinner and sat around, you know, like groups of us broke off. Right. And I'm with a group of close friends that I had met and we all went around and shared what was going to change for us. And mine was I am taking a leave from work. I'm going to do what my doctor's been telling me. I'm not going to feel the guilt of stepping away for a little while. And I'm going to dive in so hardcore to my physical, mental, and spiritual well-being. And I did. I took three months off of work, which again, I was super private about because I felt like I was letting people down. I felt like, I couldn't be seen as this strong person who was motivated and who was doing the thing, right? And people would call me at work. They would call me the machine. Like she keeps showing up. She keeps doing it. She's like getting it done. And I realized during that time, I have to have balance. How can I show up and be such a hard worker and do the things that I was doing if I'm not taking care of myself in the first place? So I took this time off. I read this book that I really recommend for, you know, a season like that called Wintering. And I wintered during the winter, actually. It was great. I like slept in. I did all this self-care. I started hot yoga. I started Gut health. I have an amazing gut health coach named Kelly Bluth, um, Kelly underscore Bluth on Instagram. I started my gut personal routine. I'm now an affiliate for them. I love them so much. Code Ready to Rise will save you a bunch of money. I love my gut health now. I started doing, like I said, those workouts. I started getting into the sunshine. I started to spend more time with friends that wasn't in a negative environment, but was in a very peaceful and happy environment. I pay attention to how much water I drink every day. I pay attention to eating whole foods for the most part, because like, we all need to experience in and out or like pizza every once in a while, right? But I started working on so many things, getting a good sleep routine, getting the supplements down. And I now am on my way to recovering from burnout, but I'm still in the recovery phase. And I think that like, I'm sure that there's studies that, you know, represent this somewhere, but I think it's proportional to how burned out we are. The time it's going to take us to get recovered. So for me, I was so freaking burned out for so long. I hit a big rock bottom. And if I had recognized a lot of those signs before I got to this point, I wouldn't be needing so much recovery. It wouldn't be so bad for me. But because I waited so long, I now have so much more that I need to recover from. So it's taking a while. I'm in the thick of it, right? Like I have days where it's really hard. I have days that I don't want to go to work. I have days I don't want to get out of bed, but I'm working my way through it. And that's, you know, what you hear on the podcast, what you see on Instagram is like the ebbs, the flows, all of that as I learn through this healing journey. And now I'm able to share it with others and help others through their burnout recovery through also, which is my favorite thing is burnout prevention, I love teaching new people. I get to teach this at the local college, the local nursing school. I get to teach them oftentimes like how to prevent that burnout, how to stop it, how to notice it ahead of time, right? And as I'm coming out and spreading my little butterfly wings, it feels so good again. I haven't quit my job, right? I haven't changed it up. But I'm feeling so much happier and so much better because I'm taking care of myself, And it's a big, big difference. And so again, sisterhood, having friends, having women around you who get you, who understand what you're going through, who know when to say, hey, you're showing a little bit of burnout symptoms or, hey, I just learned this resource. Do you want to check it out with me? Like how many of us wish that we had friends that we could go to when the times were like that and be like, I just shared this. I just read this amazing book. I want to share it with you. I just did this amazing yoga class. I want you to come with me. Like how many of us truly have those friends that we can be completely vulnerable with and share every little piece of what's going on with us and then get to share the recovery phase with each other, right? So all of this to say, sisterhood is so important it's a place where you can connect Having a sisterhood is a place where you get to share those resources. You get to learn from each other. You get to read a book and exchange books later, right? Without having to buy a new one. You get to meet people and just trade ideas like, hey, this person did a sound bath. This person did yoga on the beach and trade what you learned and what you felt like and what you got out of it, right? Or maybe this person at the sound bath meditation learned a new mindfulness practice, and then you could share it with the group and talk about these things. You had to have that support all the time. And I'm opening a community, a sisterhood, which I'm so excited to share. It's going to be a place where people can come together. There's going to be calls bi-weekly. If not, it'll be monthly, but it'll be like coffee chats. There'll be cacao ceremonies. There will be happy hours. There will be so many just different ways to connect. Every month there's a new facilitator coming in to teach us a mindfulness practice or a somatic body healing experience or something similar like that that's going to help to reduce or prevent burnout. And as busy women these days... Who's not experiencing burnout, right? Like, who is not? Who's able to wake up every morning, excited to get out of bed at 6 a.m., go hit their workout, get the hair and makeup done, drink the green smoothie, shuffle the kids off to school, shuffle yourself off to work in a nice outfit, nice and put together, come home, happily cook dinner, meal prep for the next day. I mean, come on, like, this is rare, right? Because so many of us are instead feeling drained and doing quick fix activities that are going to drain us even more. So by learning how to heal ourselves and learning different techniques for healing and sharing them with each other, we get to come back to a place of harmony and learn the balance and learn how to get these behaviors right. Like you don't know how important sleep is until you're getting adequate sleep on a regular cycle every, every night. So by learning this together in a community, you get to share it. You get to check in with each other. You get the accountability. You get all of this wrapped up in one and I'm opening this community it's basically open now it's an amazing place to come and enjoy yourself learn so much about yourself with others and the best way to get in is just to text the word sisterhood to the number 707-347-0723 that's not my personal cell but it does come to my personal phone literally all of these texts come to my personal phone. I get to respond. I get to see you. I get to join with you and invite you into the community, invite you into a place where you can just let go of all of the guilt, let go of the feeling of, you know, being scared due to the vulnerability and get truly vulnerable with yourself and others in an amazing and in a safe healing environment where you get to come and learn how to heal from burnout. So 707-347-0723 and text the word sisterhood. And another way, which of course the sisterhood is going to get access to this and those who are already on the retreat list are going to get access to the retreat dates and tickets and everything first. But um, the best way to, to learn more about the retreat is to do the same thing, text to the same number, but text the word retreat. So just text the word retreat. It's going to make sure that you are on the list to receive all of the information as we come out with more. And as everything opens up for the retreat, because those are the best ways to connect with community, connect into a sisterhood, plug yourself in and just enjoy your freaking life, girl. I'm so proud of you. I love you so much. I love these episodes. DM me like podcast or just DM me, you know, whatever your takeaway is. I love to see who is listening to this episode, who learned something amazing from it. And that is all from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much for contributing to this podcast, to the organic growth of this podcast by sharing it with your friends and your family. And I just love you so much. I'm so happy you got to make it to another amazing episode of the ready to rise podcast. Don't hesitate to share this with a friend that needs to hear it. Send it straight to their DMS, take a screenshot, throw it up in your stories, tag me in it at hello, Audrey Rose. And don't forget if you leave a written review on the iTunes app, that also helps people find it. So if it resonates with you, help others find it. And I can't wait to hear how much you loved this awesome episode. Have a blessed day.